what's up family welcome to struggles of life podcast finding purpose in the midst of your struggles and i'm your host robert claiborne hey correction 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 and these past four or five episodes i have been off with my numbers um i went back to kind of look into a couple things and i discovered i had two episode 18s in the description um so yeah please forgive me i've been telling y'all to go back to the wrong episodes and stuff but no so we're we're back on track so this is actually episode 25 man can y'all believe like this is this is like the this is like uh we're Concluding in two more episodes, we're concluding season three. That that is that is crazy to me. Twenty-seven episodes per season, and uh, man, yeah, man, it, it has been it has been a a pleasure. It really has been. But today, we want to talk about um, what you're going through. I think it's important to highlight, although I do not know what each and every one of you are going through personally, it's still important to let, to make it clear that you're not at it alone, although physically you may be at it alone. And understand like having someone there physically you still could be going through it alone sometimes it's the moral support sometimes it's the spiritual support right so it's kind of what we want to do today because I mean we all go through something throughout our journey of life Right now, some crazy times that we're living in. As we all know, like about the war that's going on, that's been going on what for almost a month between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, you know, it's it's very sad. It's very sad. You know, so you know, definitely, like we have to give our hearts out to those those individuals who have been affected buy it whether they were there whether they were born there they once lived there before the war the war broke out they fled those of you who may still be there know someone close to your heart that lives there, family that lives there, however you've been affected we give our loves, we give our love and our hearts out to each and every one of you because I mean it's just it's unfortunate and I, I can't say, man, I know I, I know how you feel. I can't, you know, I, 
be lying to you. But what I will say that my heart goes out to you guys, not, not coming from a place of pity, but a place of love, a place of support. You know, so just want to, you know, just, just talk about the go-through today because major or small, we're going through something right now in this season. Maybe you're not going through anything right now. You will at some point. We all do. It's, I think it was last episode, episode before that. I spoke about the mountaintop and the valleys. We have to go through the valley. It's inevitable. So right now you may you may be on your mountaintop and that 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 is cool. But I encourage you to, if you if you have not, or if you do not have a relationship with Christ, or you have not been in communication with Him, and you know, like you know, spending time with Him, please cling to Him now. Because yes, the mountaintop is great and awesome, but we have to also know that we we should appreciate the mountaintop, enjoy the mountaintop. But at the same time, prepare ourselves in the mountaintop for the valley that's to come. So right now, prepare for the valley. Enjoy your mountaintop experience. Appreciate your mountaintop experience. Because you probably went through a great deal. Like, you probably went through hell to get to where you are now. So yes, by all means, enjoy it, appreciate it, but know that it is inevitable. Whether it's whether it's us who are in the valley, we will get to the mountaintop. And once that season of being in the mountaintop is over, we will go back into the down to the valley, into the next mountaintop experience. And likewise mountaintop experience that you're that you're encountering the valley is coming i'm not wishing anything on you i'm not hoping that it happens it's just the up and down seasons of life it's inevitable it is out of our control it's just what it is whatever experience that we're in or what we're going to go go through we need to embrace them both and know in that moment, in that season, that this season too will change. And whatever season that we're in, are we in in that moment? The opposite, we will soon, at some point, encounter. But regardless, like, like the Apostle Paul says, but consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, knowing that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work 
so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Matter of fact, let's talk about that scripture since we're, we're there, right? Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. He is speaking in confidence that we will face some trials. We will encounter some trials. Trials. What are trials? Hardships. It is inevitable. We will have hardships in life. Whether it's caused or allowed by God. Why would God do that? Because God know why he created us. He know what he created us for. So with knowing why he created us, he know the only way we're going to get to where he's trying to take us to that we can't, it's impossible for us to arrive there as we are today. And Apostle Paul know that as well. That's why he said, consider it per joy. He don't want us to lose heart. He don't want us to get discouraged. Because he know it is the trials that we go through in life the struggles that we go through in life, it is actually beneficial to us. It is actually to grow and develop us. Every step of the way, and if we learn from the experience, learn in the experience, gather all their all the data that is to gather in the experience that growth and development that I've been talking about quite a bit as we go throughout our journey we get further alone not just in life but in our in our purpose we get closer to fulfilling that purpose that is, of course, if we are walking in alignment with God's will and plan for our lives. So the hardships, the trials, that's what it's, that's what it's there for. So he, he don't want us to lose heart or get discouraged. He's letting us know, like, consider it joy because it's actually there to help you, to grow you. It's actually there to make you, to birth inside of you what God has placed inside of us. That's why he said consider it pure joy. And what the Apostle Paul went through. So you can go and I think uh, he wrote most of the New Testament. Alright? He wrote most of the New Testament. I believe it's in the book of Acts. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. 
think, yeah, Acts after John, I believe. That's when the story of Paul began. Like he used to persecute the church in case, you know, you don't know that or you haven't read or heard about that. And, and in fact, he was on his way to persecute more until he had an encounter with God. And it was in that moment he turned away physically and spiritually and began to walk with God being used by God. He went through a lot. He got beaten. He got thrown in prison for things he didn't do. I'm sorry, he got thrown in prison because of his faith. Alright. And being transported while in prison like they encountered a storm. Like you have to go and read it because I don't know all that I don't know all that he went through. I don't remember. But he went through a great deal. Like it was one part in scripture. I want to say it was in Philippians. I, I could be wrong. Where he talked about this thorn in his side. And he asked God to remove that thorn. He don't go into details on what that thorn is. A thorn can be, it don't necessarily mean it, it's like a stake or something in your side. A thorn could be like, like a problem in your life. A person in your life that caused a great deal of agony, pain, discomfort, like hell in your life. So he don't he don't say what the thorn is, but he asked God to remove the thorn. But that was he made it known, like you know, only if it's your will, though. Paul went, the apostle Paul went through a lot. So when he said, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds," and this is. Uh, James 1, 2 through 4. When he say that, he he have he have every right to speak to that because of everything he went through. And mind you, the book of James when he's when he encouraged us that is so it's Acts it's Romans it's first and, sec, first and second Corinthians then you have I don't know the order after that you have Colossians you have Philippians you have first, first and second uh, Thessalonians like it is it is quite a bit 
before he acted before it actually get to James. So he went through so much before he actually got to the book of James, and yet he still encouraged us, and he still encouraged us in Scripture today from what was written many years ago. So when he encouraged us, we should take that to heart. Because he went through many trials. And still considered it pure joy. Spoke about killing him. Well, he was like, that's cool because if I die, then I'm going away to be with the Lord. He understand that where he's going after physical death, he will be in the presence of his Lord and Savior. So he can care less. He still spoke the gospel. The gospel being the good news. The life, the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ and all who believe all who come to him for salvation receive him by faith because it is through grace what God has granted to us this life this salvation we're saved. He still spoke the gospel in spite of. He still encouraged us in spite of. Right? So, what you're going through, it's uncomfortable, it hurts, it sucks, it's bad. But as the Apostle Paul did, I want to encourage us all to consider pure joy. My brothers and sisters, because we may be in a trial right now. You may be in a trial right now. And sometimes when we go through trials, as, as I go on with that scripture, he says, because the testing of your faith sometimes when we go through the struggles and the trials of life God is testing our faith he know who he can trust but I believe when we are tested one trust he want to get that feeling you know how somebody tell you that that they that you can trust them and okay yeah that, that only goes so far right that that only, only goes so far so us believing that only goes that far but when that person show and prove to you that they can be trusted it's that feeling that does it for you that solidifies it. You may even believe that person can trust you. I'm sorry, you may believe that you can trust that person. 
But when you get confirmation that you can trust that person, it hit different. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a whole nother feeling. Right? So I believe that God does it for a feeling. And also I think he does it so he can prove to us, especially when it comes down to us that he can't trust. And we say, because Peter, Peter told Jesus like, no, I will fight with you to the death. And Jesus told him, after Peter told him, I would never leave your side, not fight to the death, but I would never leave your side. And Jesus said, before the rooster crows three times, you will have, before daybreak, you will have denied me three times. And surely, he did. So we can say, Lord, I trust you. Now, when we in the trials and the hardships of life, how we respond to it, how we react to it, how we behave in it, how we act in it, how we complain or don't complain in it, how we continue to go on determines our faith. determines our faith because if we can trust God we won't sit up and complain because we know he got this yes we are human so at times we get discouraged but if we trust God we can cut that short in the trials when we feel like we heard a word from God to hey do this don't worry about that Faith is a is an action word. Do we do it anyway? Or do we like, nah, that don't make sense. Or nah, I'm, I'm just gonna wait. Well, he told he told us to move. He told us to do. Or he told us to be still. I got this, but I still need you to do this. Is our action proven that we trust God there's another way we can tell it slipped my mind though <laughs> it slipped my mind so I'm going to continue on so sometimes we just need to be tested for whatever the reason is that God needs to test us And we are tested in the trials of life, the hardships of life. So we sitting around complaining about what we're going through at the same time saying we trust God and we praying to him, you know, like and and it's like he not hearing or he's not like the genie poof right after we get through praying to take that pain away or whatever it is. Will we trust him enough 
to wait on his timing. We are often tested how much we actually trust God. All right. He says so to because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So if we if we trust God, if we're being tested and we trust in God and and we're having faith in in him in his timing in his will trusting in his way guess what we're not going to give up each time we go through a trial in life the valley of life and we hold on to trusting God and, and holding on to our faith it produces more and more and more perseverance each time we enter the valley the trials, the hardships of life. If we don't trust God, if we don't have faith, it's going to show up in our action. It's going to show up in our attitude. It's going to show up in our in our tongue. It's going to show up in how we treat others. It's going to show up how we are reacting and responding while in the trial. The valley, the hardships in life is going to show up in that. Do we really trust God? Do we really have faith as we say we do? When it's good, oh yeah, we can say that. But when we're being tested in this uncomfortable situation, under these circumstances. That's when we are tested. That's when it will show. If we trust God. Or not. Testing of your faith produces perseverance. And then it said let perseverance. Finish its race. I'm sorry. Finish its course. Let perseverance finish its course. So you may be mature. If we persevere through that growth and that development that I that I talk about often, we're maturing. We're developing. If we are perseverance, persevering, having the right attitude, asking God for wisdom, asking God for direction, asking God for patience, asking God for guidance, still being grateful still thanking him still praising him still honoring him still walking with him 
still being aligned with the course he has set out for us. We begin to mature. We begin to mature more and more. He says, so you may be, so you may be mature and complete. Growth and development, again, growing spiritually, developing into the person who he created us to be. So we may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. We're getting to a point, we're growing to a point of our character development and growing him spiritually. Becoming who he created us to be. And as we're making progress in this journey, we get closer and closer to fulfilling a purpose in which why he created us. Verse 5. As we close. He said, if anyone shall lack wisdom, go to God who freely gives it to us. And then he says, paraphrasing the double-minded if a person asks for wisdom but doubt it says that that person shouldn't expect to receive anything from the Lord why is because the Bible calls calls it double-minded, being double-minded. And it says being double-minded, that person is unstable. He's unstable. He just blows with the wind. So be encouraged today because God is, he's, he's working something out. A lot of times when he needs, he need to, he need us to move. We're not picking up the signal. We're not, we're not getting the hint. We're not catching the drift. We've gotten too comfortable and oftentimes he have to create or allow uncomfortable, unprecedented situations to occur, to move us.
And a lot of times it has to happen because he's trying to move mm-hmm. us in a different direction. He's trying to get us to to come back to him, to trust him. He's trying to get us to see something, understand something. Because he says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. But plans to give you a hope and a future. So now it's about us trusting in the midst of the valley. His plans his will in his way. I shall say trust his will and his way, his sovereignty. Because we believe he have a plan for our lives. And what we going through, what we will go through, what we will encounter in the future. It is according to his plans, but it's not to harm us. It's plans to give us a hope and a future. So always, always thank him with whatever you're going through. Starting now, praise him and honor him by saying your will. Because Jesus, before he laid down his life for us, he said, may May this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thou will. Jesus knew what he was coming for. Hebrews 10, he said. It is written about me in the scrolls. I am here, father. I am here to do your will. So it is when it's hard, when it's difficult, when it's uncomfortable. We should say, thank you. I am her father. I am here to do your will. Use me in this situation. Use me even throughout these circumstances. Use me. In this uncomfort, use this to grow and develop me, to mature me, to make me complete in you. I trust you. I trust your will. I trust your way. I trust your plans. Help me see the positive in this situation if even if you don't show me right now I am still going to believe that all things are working together for the good for me because I love you and you have called me according to your purpose Romans 8 28 So be encouraged today. 
be encouraged today. Because he still have a plan for you. He still have a purpose for you. He still have a reason and a why for you. It is our job to find out what that is. And always thank him. Although we don't see behind the scenes of what he's doing, although we can't see the why we're going through or why this is happening to me, why it's happening to my family, why is it happening to my loved ones, my friends? It's trusting God because the testing of our faith. He want us to persevere. He want us to hold on. He want us to keep going. That's why he encouraged us many, many years ago for today. God knew what we were going to go through in life. Even Jesus said, take heart. Take heart. He encouraged us. He said, because I have overcome the world. So be encouraged, my family. This too shall pass. If you look at everything you've been through in life, you are here today. That means you've gotten through it. You've overcome it. It's time for you to let go of what happened in the past and move forward. Drop that weight. Give it to him. Let it go. What you're going through now, give it to him. Release it. It's not yours to hold on to. Go to his throne of grace. He will gladly take it away from you. He laid down his life for us. He took on the weight of the world for you. For us. Oftentimes we tell God how big our problem is. Our problem is, but we very seldom tell our problem how big our God is. If he created everything that is still supplying us today in seven days with just a spoken word, let there be light. Let there be trees and so on and so forth. He created everything. <laughs> As Steve Harvey says, what you say your problem is? In other words, that's nothing to God. That's small, minute. That's a fraction of nothing to God. But what he need us to do is learn to trust him. Trust him enough to allow our faith to kick in, to not give up, but to continue pressing on. 
persevering because what he needs to produce inside of us is character. Which is growth and development. He have his reasons. We're not supposed to question him. We can ask him, but we're not supposed to question his work. We're supposed to trust it. Even when we don't understand the why. Be encouraged. This too shall pass. I love you guys greatly. As always, it's an honor. I believe in my heart. Someone need to hear this message. Please share it with someone. If you can. But make sure you tell someone. Even if you don't. Tell them about this episode. Share the encouragement that God put on my heart to present to us. Encourage someone else because we just never know who's going through what. The suicide rate is still really high. There's someone right now as we speak that's contemplating on taking their own lives because they can't take it anymore because they feel like that is the only way they can make the pain go away the hurt go away the depression to go away encourage someone today even if it's someone you don't like but they're going through it even if it's a family member that you don't fool with anymore still Encourage them because we just never know how close a person is to the ledge. We never know how close they are to jumping. Just as the Apostle Paul encourages us, God encourages us, Jesus encourages us, all throughout scripture. We are supposed to be a love spoken word, love living example to breathe life into someone else. Even if it's a complete stranger, if you feel like Something is pulling at you to say something to someone. God chose you. God chose that person. God chose that time, that place for a reason. And considering you're the one hearing this message at this time, at this place, at this moment. He knew what we needed to hear to go to get that extra, that second win to be able to run that extra lap perhaps you may be that one someone may speak life into you 
please receive it. But don't hold on to it. Pass it on to someone else. We all need it right now. We all need it. Go to God right now and just thank him for this word today. Because it was only him. It was only him. All right. So that's my time. I love you all. Really, I do. And uh, be encouraged. Again, like I said, this too shall pass. Just make sure when it's passed, you, you have, you would have received in this valley. All right. I love you guys. Stay blessed. Peace.